Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. At this point, if you don't know who it is, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from May is my man, 50 Grand, with his Beats headphones on, posted up in front of his microphone stand. Why don't you take a little moment to tell him who you am, my friend? Um, Hi, how are you? Well, uh, thanks. How are you doing? My name is uh, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Drillbit. A.K.A. Sleepy Hollow, A.K.A. The Hip Hop Mandalorian. Yes, sir. This is the way. It is the way. Of course it is. Yes, sir. How are you doing, my man? Uh, I'm tired, dude. Uh, that's my line. <laughs> I know God it. We're trying to steal my shit, Bill. You're tired. Your body weary, right? Bill, I'm tired. Tired, tired, tired. My body weary. I feel you, man. No, I. I, I... All day long, get up, traffic everywhere. People driving like it's stupid. I don't even know, Bill. <laughs> no, man. I. Uh, it feels like. I think you mentioned it, right? That we lost a year. You you talked about that during the quarantine, during the lockdown. Basically, 2020 was gone. So now I feel like with this emergence of this new variant, the the the, the, the with the Delta variant of the COVID. I feel like life is in fast forward and everyone is kind of rushing to cram in as much as they can all at once and get things done. And it's it's starting to catch up to me. I went from having no practices, no games, no board meetings, right? No concerts, no movies, basically just go to work, come home, chill, repeat to all of a sudden here we are recording a week early because next weekend is my uh, my wife's niece's quinceanera, which is uh, like sweet 16. Um, and that's not something, birthday parties, gatherings, that's not something that happened, right? Like, you know, right. in 2020, we weren't doing that. So all of a sudden next weekend, is, and it's in San Jose. 
So my wife's like, it's on a Sunday. Why don't we go up Saturday, go to the beach, just hang out, chill, and then go to the quinceanera Sunday, stay the night and enjoy it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That sounds great. And I'm like, oh shit, wait, that's the weekend when we're supposed to record. So hold up. Let me go. Let me see if Savage could do the weekend prior. We'll go a weekend weekend early. Wait a minute. Friday night, my son's got a football game right sports wasn't happening sports were done completely then i go okay so what about saturday nope saturday is my annual work it's supposed to be a annual work picnic but with all the smoke they held it at the Folsom bowling alley which was cool we had a blast but i'm like okay work party that's not something that's happened and we haven't had one in two years since i first started working there so i'm like okay saturday's out all right sunday amber's out of town so uh, cool, cool, cool. I'll hang out with Max for a little bit. We're gonna go golf in the morning. Then I'm gonna take the dog to doggy daycare. I'm gonna get here. But I'm like, holy shit, man. Like I'm beat. I'm like wore out between golf, between the work party, between the football game Friday night. It's like all of a sudden, man, there's things to do and not enough hours in the day. I went from having all the time in the world to like, how the hell do I squeeze all this shit in? Like, what the hell, man? And I, and I feel like it, man. You said it best. You said, like, we lost a year. And I feel like now we're in fast forward trying to play catch up because nobody knows what the, the new Delta variant's going to bring. Will we lock down again? I don't think we're going to lock down completely, but I don't think anybody knows where we're going from here. So it's like, let's get it while the getting is good. And uh, yeah, man, it's like an avalanche. Everything's coming at me at once. It's good things. It's just a lot of it, man. So I'm, I'm tired, 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 savage. My body weary. Uh, if you think everybody's rushing, you clearly haven't been on Highway 99 because that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Are you getting stuck in traffic a lot? Let me just tell you something, man. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you listen to the show, you kind of know what's going on in my life. Uh, and one of the uh, aftermaths of kind of that is uh, my mom's been here a little bit. Right. A little bit more uh, than usual. And uh, it's great. It's not a problem. And I love having her here. Uh, but uh, my mom did me a real good solid and uh, picked up a little something that my dad used to do, which I like to call the Bittner curse. Right, right. She says to me, hey, how's traffic been? You know, with the commute and everything. Oh, since I've gone back to work after bereavement, traffic has been absolutely fucking horrendous. OK, horrendous. It took me like an hour and 10 minutes to get home one day last week. Yeah. And that's like 30 plus minutes longer. Like it was just people everywhere. And you're, I talk- you're in Stockton, right? Correct. You're going to Stockton. Correct. So I talked to several people and like from all areas, like one person lives in Lodi, one person lives in Ceres, one person lives uh, in Merced, one person lives um, like uh, like the San Jose. One person lives in Discovery Bay. So like kind of right, the right, surrounding right. Stockton all around. You got and somebody every... from commuting from San Jose. Yeah, it's my buddy Dana. Whoo, San, that's a, that's, yeah, you talking, he's piling in the Bay Area traffic on top of everything else, too. That's nasty, man. Nasty. Well, he's going opposite commute, so it's a little better for him. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. going out to the Bay to work. Right, 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 right. The only thing he's doing, he's doing reverse commute, which is good for him, but bad, like, you know, that's, that's not what, you're going from the expensive place to come work at the make less place to go back to live in the expensive place. Right. So what's he looking at? That's like, what, that's got to be two hours. No, nah, that's only an hour. And fifteen, an hour and five usually from San Juan. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, nice, nice, nice. It's yeah. not that bad. It's Damn, only like- it takes me longer to get here from my house. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, my bad. Then never mind. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, man. I was just like, hey, bro, 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 bro. What about all that traffic, bro? What about all that traffic? And he was like, 
<laughs> so what you're telling me though is your mom's kind of jinxed it a little bit oh but, hardcore but, jinx yeah, yeah. hardcore jinx yeah like i had pretty good traffic for like two and a half months right and then i went back and it was it's been terrible right right okay and, and luckily i'm at that place where you know i'm starting to get a little more comfortable like people aren't just like you know like like I've got things I need to do, so right. if I'm not there at eight o'clock on the dot, I get there at eight fifteen. But then I work an extra fifty. Like it's sure. not, you know what I mean? Sure. There's yeah, a, yeah. There's, I'm at that point where there's a little bit of flexibility in my day. Yeah, you know? you've got but, some leeway. Yeah, which is part of the reason I like being a social worker is because right. I'm not a be here at eight, out at five, focused. Da, da, da. Like that's. It's just not that's not my skill set. Yeah, that jinx is legit though. And probably oh, it's hardcore legit. And, and property management. Um, Every morning we have a launch meeting at 8:30, and we say, "All right, so what happened? Any calls come in last night? You know, any? You know, that's when our our, our maintenance coordinator kicks it off, and she'll be like, oh yeah, you know, apartment 12 has a leaky faucet, you know, and uh, 1-8888 Smith Street says that the refrigerator's not working. She breaks it all down. Mm -hmm. But if she comes in in the morning and goes, man, it's been quiet. I didn't get any calls last night. Um, you know, we all kind of go, don't. If you start to say that, oh man, it's been so quiet. This has been great. I just, I don't think it's ever going to, you know, no, don't do that. Don't say it. Just, just say you didn't get any calls and move on. Cause we all believe in that jinx, man. Well, as a, uh, yeah. as a person who has been uh, cursed and jinxed his entire life, let me just tell you that yeah. that doesn't matter once it's thought. Okay. It doesn't matter. You should have to think Once it. somebody thought, yeah, I literally thought to myself, so yesterday I was hanging out with OU Nasty and uh, we were hanging out and we were talking about video games and I had literally thought to myself like the video game we play is in a state of it, it's 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 pretty bad like there's a lot of cheaters and hackers and things like that. Okay. And I literally thought to myself, man, I, I can't remember the last time like I've actually I know it's bad. But we haven't run into a hacker in a while. Okay. We ran yeah, into yeah. one last night. Okay. I didn't say it out loud. I thought it to myself, and we literally ran you into one You didn't verbalize night. it and put no, it into no, the no. atmosphere. It just was in your brain. You didn't release it from your brain. It was in the atmosphere because it was yeah. in my head. Right. Uh, you know and it I'm still saying. happened. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Because no. in, in, in so our the second office, she was like, oh, it's been pretty quiet. Yeah, it was already it was it was the over. second she yeah. thought that. Yeah, because in our office, we're under the firm belief that you can't verbalize it. Do not say it out loud. Everybody, da, 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 don't. You know, and it's, but at that point, you're right. Even if it's halfway out, it's too late. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't, you can't put the shit back in the horse. Please don't try yeah. it. That would be disgusting. Yeah, that's a weird statement. Like, yeah. did someone try that once? Like, oh, look, that horse just pooped. Maybe put it back. Just, put it back in there. Come on, Nelly. Let's go. Is that not really what a horse sounds like? I don't know what that. That's a bird, yeah. right? Yeah. You sound like you were. Uh, yeah. You were on. Uh, you were hanging out with uh, Manny Fresh. That's the world's worst horse impersonation. Horses are more like me, right? Or something like that. Like I don't know what I. Bill said, "Hey, put it back. In. Hey, no, put it back in there, Nelly. Kaka! Yeah. What the fuck? Kaka! Tuki tuki. Uh, yeah, man. I uh, yeah, dude. I don't know what that was. Yeah, no. That's Didn't you have a C and say, bro, where you like you the little round thing where you pulled the string. It was like the cow goes. Oh, Ooh. every kid, but all my kids had one of those, man. Maybe yours I, was broken. That's not you your ever, fault. Did you ever DJ on it? Huh? I'd pull the string and be like, the cow says. I would like mess with it, like to the point where I broke a couple of them doing that. Yeah, that's much this to my is kids. The Bill Schwartz C and say. Yeah, <laughs> I forget what those were called. It wasn't C and say it may have been yeah i have been uh but anyway yeah no uh the brrr is definitely not not a horse my bad anyway so yeah man it's uh 
I'm tired. It feels like there's a lot going on. It's all good things. And I, I just, I guess the way I got to look at that is I should just be appreciative that we're at, for this moment, we're allowed to do things because who knows how much longer it's going to last. Uh, and, and, you know, speaking of doing things, I, I did a little traveling, man. Is that so? I did. I, I, uh, I saw a friend that I probably have a very close friend, a dear friend. He was a roommate of mine for a while. My buddy, John, uh, who came up in the county with me, but about 18 years ago, moved uh, to Colorado. He lives in Loveland, Loveland, Colorado. And uh, he used to come out to Amador County every year for a visit. And at one point he said, I ain't coming out no more. I don't really like the county. I don't want to come out. You got to come see me. So I probably haven't seen this guy in at least 10 years. I would say 10 years. So I finally hit a point where I was financially stable enough to get a ticket rent a car he was nice enough to let me stay at his house so i i spared the hotel fees and i went and went out to colorado he showed me around loveland he which is his hometown we went to, into fort collins which was beautiful old downtown fort collins and check that out uh and he took me into estes park which is like the gateway to the rocky mountains so it'd be like the equivalent of of driving up 88 or highway 50 and seeing the sierras off in the distance so we're taking this highway and you got all these beautiful like streams and rocks and then when you get into estes park you can see the rocky mountains off in the distance and it was beautiful uh i had a great time man we caught up didn't do anything crazy ate ate a lot which is normal he took me to a lot of his favorite restaurants we had ice cream we had uh i had fudge and chocolate i had pancakes i had mexican i had barbecue you name it we ate it man and uh, he just, you know, took me around, showed me his town. We hung out. We watched some movies. Um, it was it was really nice to catch up. And I could tell you, I knew the fires were going on when I left. But it was a shock to leave the clear, beautiful air, blue skies, clear skies, and then to come back to this dense, thick, nasty smoke that we were going through. Um, it's much better today. But when I came home, and got back into the county, man. Uh, I was like, oh my God. Like, it, it, it was so bad. Like, the week after I got back was just insane. Uh, but you know what? Colorado in the summertime reminds me a lot of California. Like, you know, we've got the beautiful mountains with the Sierras. We've got the the, re the creeks and the rivers that run through. The temp was about the same. It was low 90s while we were there. Um, so temperatures were very similar. Blue skies, sunshine. It's just we got the smoke and they don't. But it's definitely a place I want to go back to and visit because the Red Rocks is still on my bucket list to see concerts. But the Wu-Tang Clan sold out. Um, couldn't get into a concert. And there was supposed to be a very big music festival in Fort Collins that's free where they shut down like two blocks and they got food vendors and they got people selling shirts and clothing and then bands just play on both ends of the street for free all day long for three days for the whole weekend. Um, I forget the name of it, but they canceled it because of the, the new COVID variant that's going around. So didn't get to see any music, but did get to catch up with an old friend that I haven't seen in 10 years. Um, you know, yeah, two two old friends. My buddy Mike's out there too. So I I I killed two birds with one stone, man. It was amazing. We had a great time. Uh, on a side note, the Woo had such a great turnout that they added a second show the next day. Uh, 
but it was at the Mission Ballroom, which is over an hour from my buddy John's house. The tickets were only 40 or 50 bucks. They had such a response from their show that they did a second show with the Colorado Symphony at the Mission Ballroom. But it was over an hour away. And, uh, you know, I don't think either of my homies, Mike or John, are massive Wu-Tang fans. Because I kind of mentioned it. I was like, oh, man, they added a second show, Wu-Tang. And they're only like 50 bucks for tickets. And they were like, oh, cool. And I went, okay, guess we're not going there. (laughs) That's not happening. But, man, I had a blast. It was so good to see him, so good to catch up. Uh, And I would definitely... It's a place I'd visit again, for sure. Colorado was beautiful. So you certainly had a great time. I did have a great time, man. And it it was more about, when I got there, I was like, you know what? This is a close friend I haven't seen in over 10 years. It ain't about the concert. I can go back for a concert. This is about catching up. Right. And that's what I did, man. And it was beautiful. It was amazing. I loved it. Well, we were lucky enough to get um, uh, some video of you and your buddy John hanging out in... uh, in Colorado, so here's a little clip that we were able to oh, acquire. You, you got video, huh? Were you there? Huh. I expected the Rocky Mountains to be a little rockier <laughs> than this. I was thinking the same thing. That John Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> I quoted that several times <laughs> while I was there. Like, yeah, absolutely, man. That's a dumb and dumber, man. That is an absolute classic. Oh, that yeah. wasn't you guys? Oh, man, I wish. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. But no, dude, I, I must have quoted that at least twice while there. Yeah, classic. So what's up with you, man? How you been? Oh, man. Let me tell you. There's a couple things that uh, you ever think to yourself like, ah, oh, maybe this, maybe this, maybe something. And then like you get put in a somewhat similar situation and you're like, yeah, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been there. Uh, sure. So it has been a long time since I have been in um, the trainings that I've had to go through at my old work were mm-hmm. stuff that I like. I know how to do my annual trainings. I know what's required. Very rarely did we run into something where we like had to train out of the ordinary or normal for an extended period of time. Sure. Uh, at the county. I've got a lot of stuff I need to do. Um, not just me, but everybody that's a new hire or whatever. There's a lot of things you have to go through. Sure. So I'm in the middle right now of this two-week thing. Right. And I have often thought, like, man, maybe I'll go back to school someday and, you know, get a doctorate or something at a higher level of education. Sure, sure. Me sitting through these first week of trainings and having to be just be talked at, like, right, I, right. I, I ain't doing that shit, man. <laughs> I'm not, man. I'm good, bro. Not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the next two months, September and October, I've got training every week, three days a week. Right, right, right. So, it's, uh, you know. But by the time November gets here, I'll be done with everything that's for the new hire. So, I'll be, like, be able to kind of take the training wheels off a little bit. So sure, sure. Just kind of uh, um, enjoying the, uh, like, my boss says, she's like, just enjoy, enjoy being the new guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I talked about not trying to grow up too fast. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, because, you know, once those training wheels comes off, it's go time, and there's a lot more work, a lot more pressure, a lot more all that stuff. <laughs> right, Which right. is fine, and, you know, I'll, I'll adjust, but sure. just trying to adjust or enjoy being the new guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Take it in stride one day at a time, right? There's one little bit of good news. I think it's good news. We'll see. But the trainings that were are coming up in September and October, those three days a week, 
um, were supposed to be in person. They have now since switched them as of last week, and they're now going to be virtual. Okay. So it's harder to pay attention sometimes. Oh, absolutely. When you're at home. Yeah. But three days a week for the next two months, September and October, I'll be able to work from home. So nice. not driving, hanging out with Mercy, eating sandwiches for lunch, you know, kind of not expending that money, if you will. So. Sure. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So that's good news. And I feel you on that, man. It's a uh, uh, school was never for me a, a thing like. I did like two semesters of community college and I realized very quickly that um, I was going to need to find some kind of profession where they were going to train me on the spot, which is not easy to do, but school was never a thing. And, and you know, now being in property management, uh, you know, we were having to roll with all these new rent control laws and with these eviction moratoriums and all these COVID restrictions. So we've had several like webinars and you know that we, we you sit in front of your computer and you put your headphones in and it's two or three hours of trainings where we've got to stay on top of it and it is it, at least if you're in a classroom and there's a teacher there speaking it's uh it's it's a little more alive a little more vibrant you're a little more likely to pay attention i feel like you're screwed either way it, like i was bo- I'm bored to death this week yeah but you have to try to pay attention yeah so like it's those in-office distractions, like, oh, oh, your phone, like, or, they, you know, like somebody's yelling across the way out in the hall, and it's like, uh, it's tough, man. Either way, yeah, if, you, if you're not built for that shit, if you're not a school guy, a classroom guy, a, a guy that likes to dig in and take notes and, and study, which I am not. And that's and that's the issue, and I, and I think that you, you, we talk, you know, like, we're outgoing. Yeah. We're social. Yeah. We're like active. We're like want to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, so to be absolutely. sit there and talk to is hard. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And it's. All right. So I got two things for you. All right. I got. I love it. I got something that's amazing. Okay. Or uh-huh. a minor frustration. You're getting both. You just have to pick which one you want first. Let's start with the minor frustration. And then, and then after the minor frustration, the amazing is going to be nice. You know, yeah. like, ah. Uh, so, um. You may have seen my uh, question on Instagram, uh-huh. uh, but uh, I just, so I was talking to this girl at work. Okay. Nothing, like we were just talking. Sure. But you know, when you're just talking to somebody and there's kind of a vibe, yes. you know, you know, you're, you're, there's something there. There's a vibe there. A little spark. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, you know, she's sitting there and, and for me right now, I'm in a place where like, I'm not trying to do anything at work. I'm trying to focus on work. Right. Correct. But if a vibe's there, a vibe's there. Sure. And. Where I'm at, like, it's hard because there's kids that are coming out of school, just graduated, or like 22, 23, you know what right, I mean? Right. Young, but then they don't look that young, you know what I mean? Sure. So I'm trying to balance, like, trying to figure out, like, I don't really look like as old as I am, so like, but I don't, I want, if, if I'm going to have something, it's going to be something of substance. Sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And uh, so I'm talking to this girl in the training, we're chatting, whatever, I see her on the office, blah, 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 and we're, you know, definitely a little bit of a vibe. And, uh, and uh, I'm like, man, okay. And I think she's like, she's gotta be in her thirties, man. Sure. She gotta be like, and found out she is, uh, you know, and then chilling, whatever, talking, whatever, no wedding ring, no nothing. She said she had kids, you know. Who doesn't at this point, it seems like. Once you hit your 30s, yeah. Yeah, you know, she's in the dirty 30s, so. <laughs> so then we're, and we're cool. I'm like, all right, man, well, you know, I'm not trying to overthink anything, just whatever it is what it is, but definitely a vibe there, right? But no wedding ring. She seems to enjoy my humor, that kind of shit, you know. Cool, right, cool, right. Cool. 
Well, then somewhere at, during the point, you know, it, it basically it comes out that she's got a, you know, she's married. She has a husband. And I'm just like, I, I asked the question. I was like, why wouldn't you wear your wedding ring? Right. Because for me, if you're not wearing your wedding ring, you're advertising that you're single. Correct. I would think that. But I have gotten some responses back from females. And I asked the females, right, because the responses I got from the guys were not positive. Got you. Got you. Yeah, because. You know, I got the. Cause they out there trying to fuck motherfucker. They don't give a shit about dudes. Right, okay, okay, all right. All right. I feel your pain, brother. We've all been there, man. That's yeah. not what I'm, I'm just trying to get the female perspective. Okay, because. so I didn't see this question. I missed this post. Yeah. So uh, this is interesting. Yeah, I put it on I Instagram, like asked a question. I missed it. And I got a couple, I got I got multiple answers. Um, anywhere from um, one of uh, uh, one of the people said um, her finger swells. So a lot of times, like she, it doesn't fit anymore. That's right? legit, man. So like, I was like, okay, legit response. And the yeah. other one was like, I, I think she said it broke, uh-huh. like maybe yeah, like yeah. The, the jewelry or something and yeah, she didn't yeah. get it fixed. And then just like, never really got to a pl- place where she replaced it. Right. Right. And like, she's like, I don't know, you know, I don't ever flirt or whatever. And I'm very clear about her married. If you know me or you're around me, then you know my husband. And I was like, that makes sense because I'm around her. I know that she's very married. For sure. And yeah. I said, but <clears throat> she's also like, like, there's also people that like have, like, if I was married, yeah, I wouldn't definitely need to wear a ring because I'm naturally flirtatious. Not like I'm trying to do something, but like, that's just my vibe. Like, that's who I am. Outgoing and like a lot of time that's taken as that, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. Flirty, whatever. Like, so she's kind of like that too so i'm like yeah but if you're around somebody that doesn't know you maybe you're at a bar hanging out with the girls you're having a couple drinks you know what i mean guy sees this cute girl you guys like cross you know that kind of thing so that's why i kind of asked it was a little bit of a frustration not that anything was going to happen or whatever you know right right, right. i was just like man like not that i would have approached the situation any different had i known if she had a ring on you know what i mean right 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 because we were just talking but like I don't know. It's just a little bit of a frustration for me. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, where's your ring, man? Yeah. Yeah. Being that being a, a person, I've never been a jewelry guy. Right. Like I know some people love their, you know, fancy watches, rings, jewels, earrings, you know, the bling bling. Mm-hmm. That's never been my thing, but I can't attest to uh, as a married man who very proudly wears the ring. You can see it. It looks a little snug around my finger right now. If it's hot and I have not drunk enough water as like in a day like today let's let's say my wife and i go on a hike and i haven't hydrated properly um this ring gets really tight like because I, I think when you're dehydrated your hands are your you swell and so man i can't get this ring over my knuckle and it will start to become uncomfortable at times when i'm overheated and i'm dehydrated and i'm like dang man i'll try to like itch and i can't get it off and it is a bit uncomfortable. So there is some legitimacy to that. Now, the flip side to that is if I have had enough to drink and let's say it's cold outside, this thing, there have been times like I'll go to wash my hands or something and like go to grab a paper towel and my ring just goes flying across the bathroom. Like it's sling, ding, 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 ding. So that yeah, there is absolutely legitimacy to that. Um, and sometimes here's the other thing. Like, I don't know if anybody mentioned this to you, but sometimes these dudes, when they wife these ladies up, they spend a lot of money on that rock. And there are a lot of women that are like, yo, this is 10 grand I'm walking around with on my finger, you know? Um, if if they're gonna be doing the dishes or digging in the dirt out in the yard or anything like that, it comes off. 
and they don't think to maybe put that back on as they're rushing out the door to work that's another possibility too because i know a lot of ladies like that and, and i'll tell you this there's this another girl who is very attractive uh-huh. very nice right very sweet right right i would say mid-20s okay maybe late 20s sure and she got a beyonce rock on yeah you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. like and that's the thing to me like maybe she's into jewelry maybe that's what she wanted i don't know but i feel like for me as a guy i was like her dude was like i want people to know i yeah. know how guys are i know where you're going you're gonna be around lot that you don't trust you it's never been that i don't trust right you it's right. that i don't trust dudes and sure. it, ultimately that comes to a guy it comes back on her yeah, yeah yeah ultimately and and people are gonna do what they're gonna do you can't control people yeah and it is what it is but you know what i mean yeah, yeah so yeah, so like that that's the the the, the two uh the, the uh the extremes right yeah no ring whatever i'm doing what i'm doing maybe she isn't happy i don't know but right Maybe she just doesn't wear a ring. Maybe she doesn't believe in the jewelry. Maybe she doesn't need that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The other girl is like Beyonce'd up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so. and a lot of times, and not all women, because I don't want to stereotype, but a lot of women are very proud to show off something like that. Like, yo, this is expensive. This is beautiful. I have never worn anything like this in my life, and I'm going to put it out there for everyone, for the world to see. Then some people, like me, I wanted the most understated. My first wedding ring for my first marriage was cheap. But it was gold and it had little tiny diamond crusts in it. And I did not like it. Like, so this time around, I told my wife, I want something simple, something understated. I'm not this flashy, blingy, blingy, like diamondy dude. So I've just got like this black, I don't even know what you call the kind of metal that it is. Very simple, very plain. Cause that's who I am. And there could be, and there are women. You don't ever want to stereotype and say all women want a giant rock and they need it shiny. Maybe this lady's just like, I'm not a jewelry person. I got a buddy who wears his ring on a necklace around his neck and he tucks it into his shirt. It's not that he's not proud. He's been married for years and doing 20 plus 30 years, but he just doesn't wear rings. Right. He doesn't like it. So, I mean, this young lady, there could be, oh, I know my wife, um, she wears her ring, but at one point it has a diamond in the middle and it's got a couple smaller ones around. One of the smaller ones came out. So she took it to the shop to have them reset it and clean it up. That's not a fast process. Like you, you drive it out there, you drop it off. They have it for like a week. And then you've got to get back out there to get it and pay for it. So there is a process there. There's so many different things. God only knows what what what, what this young lady's reasoning was. We probably never will know unless she comes out. And oh, I'm says asking. So. You're asking? Oh, I'm asking. I love it, man. Stay tuned for the update. All right, update on that. I'm very curious. But there's a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, if you get in next week to work and you see she's wearing it, yeah, you can be like, hey, nice ring. Maybe where was it last it. week? Yeah. yeah, where was that mother... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Anywho... Uh, sir, you ready for the amazing news? I am ready for the amazing news. Huh? Let me see those hands in the air. Hell on the high. I got great news. Everybody jump. Goal over there, music stopped, but I don't care. Uh, Keep on going, freestyling. Oh, sorry. Get it, Savage, like you on Fantasy Island. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> if you go back and you listen to my New Year's resolutions, or my, not resolutions, my New Year's goals, if you will. Yes. Uh, one of my goals. Correct. Um, 
was uh i don't know why i said correct one correct of your, one, you're correct one of your goals proceed yes you did have proceed goals. that's correct you had goals. Uh, was um golf related okay and my nice. golf if you remember my golf goal was that i wanted to consistently stay in the 80s nice um okay i do remember that now which uh i have it is um you know August, September, mm -hmm. I have been able to accomplish that goal. Nice. And, uh, it's been very well. Um, and my previous personal record, my best score has been 80, okay. which is par is 72. Mm -hmm. If you play golf, you know how difficult that is. 80 is a great score. You're yes. only eight over par. Yeah. Um, so uh, I have really, really wanted to... Uh, have a good round and uh, first of all in the 80s is a good round sure bobby barbaco probably be pissed if he heard this and was like ugh like he will go golfing and he's like i shot a 95 and i was like what he'd be like what'd you get I'm like, ugh, 86 he's like fuck you yeah <laughs> so I, for myself i get frustrated especially like when i leave shots on the course like you could have done that better dude come on yeah yeah it's it's a it's a tough game anyway uh so my personal best has been 80 and i've been really like one of my new goals is to uh, get in the 70s. Okay. Have a best round. And uh, I went with OU Nasty uh, yesterday and I shot a 78. Nice. Congratulations, uh, I was dude. That's on amazing. Fire. I was uh, striking the ball very well. Um, OU Nasty, uh, if you, uh, he may believe if you ask him what the reason was he may say it was two bloody marys i ah. might say you know aiming juice if you will okay you know but uh i had to go uh, i was playing very well he, and let me just tell you this about mr uh oh you nasty he uh he had a personal record too he shot a 93 and he's really been uh, working hard on getting a little bit better so nice uh yeah it was a good day man it was a it was a really really good saturday uh, we got together. Uh, we drove up to Valley Springs and La Cantana. Nice. Okay. Weather was nice. It was mid to low 80s all day. It was a beautiful day. It was kind of smoky, but then it kind of just kind of burnt off, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the weather was great. We, uh, you know, had a couple uh, libations. We uh, just Bloody enjoyed Mary, the son. day, man. Yeah, yeah man. He, he was like the, the, the cart girl. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you got to have a scantily dressed, uh, good looking lady out there in the cart out there serving alcohol when you're going right. to charge 10 bucks for a Bloody Mary. So. <laughs> yeah, but they were good. She uh, she hooked it up. They were spicy and definitely had some uh, some num num juice in them. I'm not a drinker, but I used to make a mean Bloody Mary when I worked in the restaurant. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not a huge drinker, but uh, I do like Bloody Marys because they're tomato based and yeah. spicy. And uh -huh. that's yeah. both things right up my alley. Yeah, so. I could. I made a mean one. I was told they were good. I never tried one because I don't really do tomato juice. But yeah, uh -huh. man, people seem to love them. So yeah, anyway, that was my, uh, my, uh, my amazing thing. I, Congratulations, uh, I, man. That's, man, it's a big deal huge. to me. I, uh, I was very pumped, uh, and and the other thing too is like, you know, you take mulligans and, and and extra shots, and you know, you're practicing or whatever. And I do my best not to, uh, like, to get a legit score. Like, right. if I had a bad shot, I hit a bad shot, and and like, and there's times where like, I'll hit a bad shot and I'll re-hit the shot, but I'll play the original bad shot. I just right. I'm trying to correct my swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I'm not playing in a tournament or anything. But sure. Like yesterday was really like I I I. I I, I, I think I re-hit maybe two balls. Yeah. And one of them was an actual mulligan. Like, all right, man, I'm going to take give myself a break here. Yeah, yeah. And another one was uh, 
in the sand traps, you know, they're supposed to be brushed and like mm -hmm. and raked and like mm -hmm. sand is supposed to be soft. Right. Like I was like hitting off concrete and I was like, I'm going to hit this. But if it does, the sand doesn't give, I'm going to rake and then rehit it. Right. So I hit the first one and it was like hitting off concrete. And I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm not counting that. So I took out the rake and I raked the sand, replaced the ball and then hit it like a normal sand shot. Sure. And then obviously the shot was better because I wasn't hitting off of pavement. Right. So that was another one. Like that was like a, 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 a because that's how the course was. Right. Like then I didn't take care of it or whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't put, I was like, that ain't on me, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, whatever. That makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. I shot a 78. I was very proud. I hit a lot of great shots. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, when I play golf, one of the things is I've told this to Bobby. I've told this to my buddy, uh, Don Yagilioni. Uh, oh, you nasty. Uh, sometimes like I'll like have to visualize what I'm trying to do. Sure. Like, this is what I want this shot to do. This is what I'm trying to do with this shot. Mm -hmm. And every time I did that yesterday, it worked. Nice. So it was nice. Hell yeah. If it's working, keep doing it, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man. So uh, killing those goals. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So I got out there and I shot myself a 78. What do you think about that? Oh, hell yeah. Thank you, Clorox. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's my what guy. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was my uh, uh, good, uh, my amazing news. That's awesome, man. That's Thanks, awesome. man. I appreciate That's that. That's huge because uh, as someone who all I do is go to the driving range mm -hmm. and I uh, totally and completely suck. So <laughs> and you Gotta it, start somewhere, dude. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. I mean, I enjoy it. It's something that my son and I both seem to enjoy. But man, I learned after the first time when I swung my back out, I'm not going to swing angry and I'm not going to try to kill it. And since then, my back hasn't hurt, and uh, I'm having a much more enjoyable time at it. But my son and I were just out there this morning, and I could see he was starting to get frustrated. And he was swinging angry, and he was getting upset, and, God, why, stupid, you know? And I'm just like, all right, man, maybe we should just call it. Are you done? I said, I'm going to hit a couple more. You know, I hit a couple more, and I put mine away. And I said, whenever you're ready, man, we can go, because I could just see he was getting mad. He was getting heated. Um, and finally he hit, he, he got a hold of one. He's like, okay, well, that's enough. I'm done. We can go. And he was cool with it. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's such a simple concept, but such a difficult game, man. It's I all think, you got to do is take a stick and hit a ball. Right. But it is, there's so much that goes into I it. I think I said this on, on the podcast before sometime, I know pretty athletic guy. I played a lot of things. Yeah. Golf yeah. is by far the hardest thing I've ever tried to do. Oh man. It's by far. I'm not even going to attempt 18 holes until I can just even just decently hit shots at the at the at the driving range. I, I won't even because I did. I made the mistake early on when I started golfing of like going to the range once or twice and then going out with people who know what they're doing and trying to play 18 holes. And it was like the longest day ever and probably incredibly frustrating for the people that I was with that they probably regretted me going along. They were like, God damn, Bill. There was a couple times where I was sucking so bad. They're like, hey, let's let's let these people go around and go ahead and, and then you come back and play your shitty golf, Bill. Like, hey, it was that bad. Like, so yeah, no, I'm not even going to attempt that. I'm even considering, like, when I was watching my son's frustration today, I was even considering, like, maybe I get us some lessons. Like, maybe at Christmas I, I purchase some lessons and we get out and and try to maybe take a couple of lessons just to see if we can improve it. It's a, I'm going to look into it. I there don't you know go. if Castle Oaks offers that. but Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm going to look into it. There's money to be made. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> hey, do you know what time it is? Nah, what time is it? It's time. Oh, shit. For the next lyric of the week. Oh, you nasty.
See, I knew it. You did know that. How did you know? It's like you're a mind reader. It's mind bodily. <laughs> it is. So I have got a nasty lyric of the week this week. And I think I'm just going to kick it off and then we can talk about it afterwards. But this is something that this nasty lyric of the week, I picked it because it just spoke to me and I could totally relate to it. And this is why I chose it. So here we go. Bill's nasty lyric of the week. Yes. The rebel, the rhythm, the devil in my system got me feeling like stick them. It's three in the morning and I'm standing in my kitchen opened up the fridge to confront my addictions looking at the food like it'll save me from my sickness maybe that's how it got the nickname fixins i want to make a sandwich and cop a couple donuts a bowl of cereal and wash it down with a soda but i'm getting too old to act young in a culture of consumption gotta fix the malfunctions mix another drink so i could feel like a loser if i stay away from liquor i'm fiending for some sugar got a whole lot of excuses to change my behavior so stressed out i just want to stay familiar man i'm just a man trying to feed my familiar pancakes looking at me like i want to kill you how does it go i'm all strung out i'm sick of this shit like it's about to turn me out already know i'm all strung out i'm lost in the cloud of fear and self-doubt how does it go i'm all strung out i'm sick of this shit like it's about to turn me out already know i'm all strung out i'm trying to work it out I think I'm burning out, man. Mm. That spoke to me. That is uh, Atmosphere from his album, Word? Word? I got to say it because it's word with a question mark. So it's not word. It's word. <laughs> word? So that's off word side B. So what uh, Al- Atmosphere is getting ready to release an album in October called Word? But what he's doing, I think it's 17 tracks, and he's given us Word Side A, which was the first five tracks off the album. So this is Word Side B, which is the next four off the album. So he's literally just going in order from track one through nine so far. Uh, And so this is off Side B. This is the first track off Side B. It's called Strung. And the moment I heard it, it just spoke to me. Because right now I'm so struggling with my diet and... uh, and what I'm eating and how I'm eating and how I'm taking care of myself, which other than exercising, I'm not doing a good job right now. And this song just spoke to me because it, it, it is, it's, it's the same way you could get addicted to drugs or the same way you could be addicted to gambling or alcohol. That's my addiction to food. It's the sugar, it's the preservatives, it's the chemicals. I know I don't need it. I know I'm not hungry. And yet my ass is up at that refrigerator or I'm at the mini mart or I'm at the grocery store buying the Reese's peanut butter cup, getting the soda, eating the cheeseburger, eating the pizza when I know I don't need it, but I can't stop myself. I'm strung out. I'm strung out. That's the name of the song, strung out off word. Side B. <laughs> Word? Word? With a question mark. And I can't wait for this album. If the first nine tracks are anything like what the whole album's going to be like, I'm crazy excited. The beats knock. The lyrics are incredible. The features are amazing. So this song just spoke to me and my food addiction and the struggle, my lifelong struggle. And I think you can relate. Lifelong struggle with food and improper diet. Um, all the bad shit that tastes so damn good is so bad for you. Uh, and that's why it spoke to me. And that's why it's my nap. The nasty food inspired my nasty lyric of the week. And that's why I chose that, man. It just spoke to me. 
First of all, that food ain't nasty. No. If it was, you wouldn't eat it. No, it, it, it's, it, I guess what it does to your body is nasty. Cause I could tell you right now, man, I'm off the rails with my diet. Other than exercising, I have gotten into a regular, uh, regular routine of exercising at about five days a week, four or five days a week. That's probably my only saving grace right now, but I'm drinking more soda than I've ever drunk probably in my entire life right now, which is awful. Um, I'm eating a lot more fast food, a lot more drive through, um, and just a, a lot more sugar, a lot more like, Oh, grab a bag of chips when I'm at the gas station or, Oh, the mini Mart downstairs. I'm going to get a Kit Kat or a Reese's peanut butter cup. I know I don't need it. I tell myself every day I'm not going to do it. And just like a junkie, I'm back at the dealer getting my fix. Like, yo, man, yo, man, you got them, uh, you got them pretzel joints, the new Reese's pretzel joints. Yo, mm -hmm. you got that dark chocolate Kit Kat, man. Yo, a brother needs a fix. You know, I'm just, I'm hurting, man. And, and, uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm, it's a work in progress. It's a lifelong battle. It's a sickness. And I got to treat it like that, man. It's not something I'm going to kick overnight or go cold turkey on, but I got to get better about it because it's, that's one of my New Year's resolutions was to lose weight, and I have not. I don't know where I'm at. I'm afraid to get on the scale. I have not recently, but it's a struggle, and I, I know I'm not succeeding right now at that one. You talked about goals. I'm not hitting that goal, not even close. So, yeah, anyway, but a great song uh, and and very motivational as far as the way it spoke to me. I, it's like, oh, man, somebody else understands. Somebody else knows exactly what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And it's somebody with a lot more money and a lot more success than I have. So, you know, it's like it don't matter who you are. It's hard. You know, it's hard. Makes sense. Yeah, dude. That's what I was feeling it, man. I was feeling that song. Man. Good, good stuff, bro. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. You know, what are you going to do? You got to do what you can. So let me ask you this, buddy. Yeah. Oh, let me just uh, since we're here, if you if. If you would do me a massive favor uh -huh. and uh, humor me. Yes. Transition. Yeah. Uh, what if it started? It sure did. It certainly uh, did. And we are uh, at the time of this recording, two episodes in. Yes. Because as you said, we're recording a week early. We are. And I just want to tell you it was no big deal because I was available and you have made many concessions for me over the last few months Which have been very weird trying to figure out everything. So. I appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate it It's good to be here and I'm glad we're able to do it. Um, yeah, what if did start? I mean man just Marvel is just I feel like when are they not on fire? When are they not just? consistently releasing amazing content material, but right now Marvel is just there's so much Marvel news, so much things happening in Marvel. It's insane. What if was like just one of many pieces of Marvel news this week. I think you and I touched in uh, in last week's episode about um, Scarlett Johansson suing Disney mm -hmm. because they released um, they released Black Widow streaming the same day they released it to theaters, which cut into her cut because her contract stated that she was to get. Um, a percentage of the ticket sales. Well, that cut into her ticket sales and she did not get any of the money from the streaming. So she was pissed. She filed a lawsuit. And I think rightfully so. I think you and I discussed that and kind of agreed. You know, obviously she's probably got more money than she knows what to do with, but right is right. And Disney wasn't doing her right on that. Uh, and so she filed a lawsuit. Well, Disney came back. I think this was last week. I sent you the link that they are cutting all ties and, and not a really a big surprise, cutting all ties and canceling all future projects 
with Scarlett Johansson. She was supposed to do a uh, Tower of Terror movie because apparently mm-hmm. now Disney is going to turn all their rides into movies. That's the new thing now. We had the Jungle Cruise. We've got Haunted Mansion. Uh, they gave us Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, now it was going to be the Tower of Terror. She's out of that. And she's out of any future secret Marvel projects that may have been happening. Because uh, obviously you and I discussed also that we thought Black Widow was coming back. Um, not anymore. So um, how do you feel about that? Do you think that... You think... Disney's being a bitch on that and that they sh- they should have been more understanding or is that the right move? I think that we are in a weird place in uh-huh. our world. Yeah. And things are changing and transitioning um, between how we do things and how people make money. And I think that there was a bunch of people who made a lot of money at the expense of others. And the rules are changing and they're trying to hold on right. for as long as they can. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you've got people making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on TikTok and YouTube. And like, you know what I mean? Like yes. People who like, there's all of this money out there and the the old money or the old heads if you will the movies the producers the hollywood you know they don't want to you know there was a way that they paid people and then now like if you look at it from their end right they're making a ton of money streaming and not having to pay people for it right so the rules are gonna have to change yeah and unfortunately scarlett johansson is the one who got caught in the you know, in the web, if yeah. you will. <laughs> the was, Black Widow got uh, caught in the web. Yeah, I not, like it. That was not planned, but yeah, she yeah. got caught in the in the web of, of of in the middle. Like, well, this is this needs like the transition needs to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. You're like, you're, I'm getting screwed out of more money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and the thing of the matter is, dude, is is really is, and this is, it sucks, but like, this is the state of the world still. So like. There's no equality between men and women because if this had been Robert Downey Jr., they would have made it work. Absolutely, yeah. And it's Scarlett Johansson, and so whatever. Yeah, Bye. and we I we can find another actress. I get her frustration because this was—it's a big deal to be in this Marvel universe, but it's an even bigger deal when you get your own solo movie. Your character gets their time to shine, and she has been involved since Iron Man Two. She's in Iron Man 2. From Iron Man 2 on, she has been a presence in all three Captain America movies, every Avengers movie, Iron Man 2. She's right there. She's a huge, important piece to this puzzle. And everyone was like, where's the Black Widow movie? Where's the Black Widow movie? Everyone else is getting their movie. New characters are getting their movie that we haven't even met yet. Why haven't we gotten this movie? So here comes her moment and her time to shine. And it should have been massive. Like, and she gets not only a lukewarm opening at the box office, as far as Marvel standards go, I want to say it made like a hundred million worldwide, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. But as far as Marvel standards, some of their movies make three or 400 million worldwide. And then it had the biggest second week drop off ever. So in her eyes, she's going, man, this was my moment. This was my time for my character to shine. This was my time for me to shine and finally get what I've been wanting for for years and longing for. 
and I'm, I'm speaking for her. Maybe this wasn't as big of a deal for her, but I think it was. Uh, and that was kind of taken from her and robbed and, and they threw some salt on it and, and, and made it a bitter experience when it should have been her moment to be like, wow, I did it. My movie's killing it at the box office and it's getting good critical reviews and, and I'm there. I did it. And that was kind of, it was just tainted and probably left a nasty taste in her mouth. So I get where she's coming from, but I also get Disney's angle too. Like, yo, man, you've made millions of us. We gave you a home for the last 10 plus years. And uh, this is how you're going to return the favor when, yo, we would have paid you. When Black Widow pops up again, you could have re-upped your contract and probably gotten double the money. Like, this wasn't over. Do you know how much we were going to pay you for the Tower of Terror movie? Like, come on. Like, really? Really? Like, so I can see both sides. Um, But I'm going to lean Team Johansson uh, because Disney's got more money than God. And, uh, and, and I just really feel like they tainted her, her, her shot at like giving her character that limelight that she's been building up to for so long. So yeah, I get her frustration and I get, I get why she's doing the lawsuit. I don't think she's wrong. And I think Disney should have just been like, yeah, this might be an awkward working experience now, but I see where she's coming from. Let's just keep pushing. It's good for the Marvel universe. It's good for tower of terror. And it shows that we've still got some compassion and some heart where now I look at them as like, oh, the big giant corporate monster that just chews up people and spits them out. Like, fuck that. You know, I don't like that. So like you said, because if it was Robert Downey Jr., you're absolutely right. That's a great analogy. They would have made it work because he's our DJ, because he's the man, because he's Iron Man, because he's the dude that launched the franchise. Well, she was right there, man. She's been there the whole time, pretty much. And it feels like they're just treating her like she's disposable. So, yeah, fuck that. I'm not okay with that. So, I agree. So, anyway, I thought Bef- that was interesting. Before, and, and I'll tell you this. Before you take that judgment, yeah. remember there's two sides to every story. Of course. She may have done something that we don't know about. Behind the scenes, You know sure. what I mean? So, yeah. there may have been a reason that they had to react that way. Possible, yeah. They, they've done really good job of not pissing off people. Yes. Especially when it comes to Marvel stuff. So for them to have this drastic of reaction, which is not something we have ever seen. I granted, I know that she's suing and I get that. No one sues Disney. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're probably shocked for one thing. Yeah. Like I don't, when was the last time you heard of an actor suing Disney? Is it a first? I'm not even under, it might be the first. And if you look at it from their their perspective, right? Well, we can't, if we give in and we figure out a way to, how many other people are going to come at us? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I so get it's, it. It's hard, man. I get it. Like I said, I see both sides, but I'm a lean toward Team Johansson just because Disney's this corporate conglomerate that got more money than they know what to do with. Come on, sprinkler, man. Show so, you got a heart. So what you're telling me is you will not be watching any future Marvel projects. Oh no, I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 let's not get hasty, Savage. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, I just said I'm a supporter. I'm her ally. I'm yeah. still watching this I'm shit. I'm Team Johansson, but you know, you get you gotta move on, right? Apparently, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, and I thought that was interesting because then Marvel did announce that um, Shang-Chi and is it the, and the Ten Rings? Mm-hmm. I think that's the title. I, I could be off, which I'm extremely excited for, which drops in September. They have announced now they're not saying that it's because of the lawsuit, but they have announced that it will only be in theaters and you will not be able to stream it or do the Disney Plus for um, it's at least a month. So it's dropping in September and you're not going to be able to stream it until well into October. And I've got to think it, I got to feel like that 
this has to have something to a little bit to do with the lawsuit. I mean, don't you think? I mean, this has to be a bit reactionary. I think it has a combination to do with multiple things. Like I think that, and this is something we're going to talk about next episode, how um, you just talked a little bit about Black Widow not having the huge numbers. Yeah. Um, the numbers for Suicide Squad weren't that great and the reviews have been fantastic for right, the movie correct. overall. So I think this has a lot to do with people, the world changing. Yeah. And people not wanting to go out, people not wanting to do things. Like I had a really good time going to the theater to watch Black Widow. I was excited to go. Yeah. Right. And we'll talk about this next time. Yeah. But I went to the movies and saw Suicide Squad with my mom. I took her to the movies. Right. So like just going and, and having the activity of doing it like is something that I really enjoyed. It's an outing. But I can tell you like there wasn't a lot of people there. Uh, you sent me a photo and that theater looked empty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. It was... Uh, yeah, that was kind of eye-opening when you sent me that picture and that explains the numbers. But yeah, I've got to think that this is a bit reactionary because even though they're making that money from streaming, I still got to think it's probably not a good look for the movie studio to hear like, all right, we had lighter numbers in our opening weekend and then we had the biggest second weekend drop ever for a Marvel movie in the franchise with Black Widow in the second week. And even though Disney knows like, okay, but yeah, we got x amount of dollars from streaming that still just doesn't sound good that's not a good look for the company i would think so i've got to think that there's a piece of this where they're like all right let's get the movie money let's have it look good at the box office and the numbers and in a month we're going to get those streaming dollars so i have i feel like shang chi uh, this is a direct result, in my opinion, of the lawsuit and what happened with Black Widow just in general. And I think it's smart. I think it's a combination thing. Yeah, I, I think, think it's absolutely smart. I yeah. think that that's how it should be. I agree. Uh, I, I and, and 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 like that's the thing to me. Like like the the streaming at home is thirty bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you have a family, like my sweet tea did it. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Yeah. But like I'm by myself. I'm not paying 30 bucks to watch it at home. No. Granted, I could watch it multiple times, but like you lose out on the experience and the popcorn and the all that stuff. And it, you know, I already have the Regal Pass, so I already paid for it essentially. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm stoked for Shang-Chi and I'm very happy to hear that it seems like they're seeing the error of their ways and they're adjusting. Like you said, we're in a different world and you got to make adjustments. And I think they're making the right adjustment. So I'm stoked for everybody all the way around because I want this movie. I'm a martial arts guy, so I want this movie to drop. I want it to have great reviews because they did a, a one day release on IMAX in certain theaters like last week. Mm -hmm. It was just an IMAX for one day early. If you could get a ticket, you got to see it. And the people that did are like, holy shit, that was incredible. Like I haven't heard anybody say wow that sucked everybody's like oh my god people just wait you're in for a treat like god, i'm stoked like I, I can't wait so right on man i'm stoked so that uh and then the other big news was and there's not a lot to talk about here because we don't really know anything but anthony mackie has officially signed the paperwork and he will be captain america in what they're just now calling captain america 4 because they don't have a title yet but uh, he signed the paperwork, inked the deal. It's official. He's getting his first solo superhero movie, and it's going to be as Captain America. So I'm excited for that, too. We're not going to see that for a while. That'll be probably 2023 would be my guess. Uh, but that's good news. I like Anthony Mackie. I think he's a good actor. I like the fact that he's taken up the mantle as Cap. And I'm curious to see what they do with it, you know? And I, and I mean, I think that it's not a surprise. You knew it was coming after yeah. Black. Oh, after know, the show? Captain yeah. America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. 
Uh, I'd be interested to see if, uh, if uh, you know, Sebastian stands in there, if that's yes. the universe, like how that's going to work. Yes. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, I'm in. I liked it. I, I liked I, it, too. I, I'm actually surprised to hear they're just now inking the deal and signing the paperwork. I was under the assumption, like, with the TV show, that they signed that shit. Like, that was, <laughs> like, like I'm surprised that the... I did read somewhere that they were trying to decide whether or not they were going to make a movie. Or... Okay transition that into a season two ah interesting so that, that was probably i hadn't the, heard that that was okay. probably the delay ah, okay. because like loki season two is happening yes so I, I think that and i think we talked about this when we talked about the um the disney plus shows is they expected them to be good they didn't expect them to get this much uh you know go blow up this big right like they're massive like people are like you know everything yeah so. it's like watching a mini movie every absolutely, week absolutely yeah absolutely you know? i agree so uh i think that was the discussion so either way it's all good man yeah. whether it's on disney plus or it's a movie i'm watching i'm going way. they got my money they had to quote as kevin smith as i always do just take my money you got my money take it like that's not a true statement was said man it's not like they're not gonna get it they got it already mm -hmm. it's just a matter of when and how so yeah, and that's pretty much a lot of the, the Marvel news that's been happening, which brings us now to uh, What If, the new animated Marvel show where they take familiar stories that we know, but they put a twist on them and say, well, what if this happened instead of this? And it's a one-off episode where they show us what would happen if something changed or something different happened. Uh, and we're two, uh, now two episodes in, like you said. What did you think, Savage? Um... I'll tell you how I thought, Bill. Okay. Um, Bill, Bill DeVoe. <laughs> I like Bill LL Cool J. Yeah. Um, I thought the first episode was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was, I wasn't really sure what to expect in my mind. I was kind of like, I'm guessing this is going to be very similar to how the Star Wars people feel about all of these star wars clone wars things because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're so you know deep into the star wars universe yes and i started watching it and it was exactly what i thought like i we didn't know what to expect uh, i thought it was entertaining i thought that uh, the first one was uh, really good i enjoyed it i enjoyed there was some funny humor and there was some yeah. some, some some clever lines like when uh when uh what a captain carter uh pulled winter soldier up and he's like you almost tore my arm off yeah that absolutely was, yeah know, very, that's awesome very clever yeah um and then i thought episode two was fantastic it was way better to me and the first one was good i enjoyed it so i thought the second one was was really good and it was great to hear chad mick chadwick boseman's voice and uh, uh everybody's voice is the only person who wasn't an actual actor from the movies was uh they couldn't they didn't they don't have captain america voicing his own that wasn't what's the actor's name it's terrible I'm, yeah i can't remember his oh, name now chris evans yeah it's not chris chris evans doing the voice but all i because i i looked at the the credits the credits at the end and i was checking the names and it's everybody from the films except chris evans in both episodes one and two like and, and my favorite thing about two was it was in this alternate universe yeah. Right. And like, so what it basically was what if Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman was Star Lord? Right. You know, Correct. and there's this 30 minute episode of him being in that world and the world's different. Things are not the same. Right. So they're Ravagers and uh, hanging out with uh, 
blue face, I forget his name, with the arrow. Oh, yes, Yandu. Yeah, Yandu. Yandu, thank you. Hanging out with Yandu and, and, yeah. and him being a Ravager and them hook, hooking up with him and and uh, it's alternate universe and Thanos is just a guy that's there and, you know. and, and That's my favorite part of it is that somehow Star-Lord talked Thanos out of his plan. Like, he's like, okay, you made me see... You know, okay, you call it a good idea. We call it genocide. They keep yeah. saying like throughout the whole Sounds thing. like genocide. Yeah. No, it's efficient. Yeah, exactly. But somehow Star-Lord, a.k.a. the Black Panther, a.k.a. T'Challa, has somehow talked sense into Thanos, and he's now just on board and part of the team. So this guy that we've looked at as a villain for the last, God, how many years? Like a guy that's just wreaked havoc and torn torn these people's lives apart is now all of a sudden just a guy that's eh, he's on their side he's on the team. That was probably my favorite part of that is the fact that he was just there and working to help them out. Like instead of like being an asshole like and trying to rip everyone's lives apart. That was great. I thought that was incredibly smart. I think the animation's beautiful, man. I think it looks incredible because I love the fact that. They kept it as a traditional cartoon look, but it's not corny or cheesy looking. Like it's a cartoon, but it's clear that they're still using CGI and computers and computerized graphics. Whereas, but it's still got the textures and the colors of a cartoon, but the realism is still crazy. Like it pops the action, the explosions. Like when they're walking down a dark, dimly lit street and there's a street lamp that's just shining down and you see it reflecting off of the road or the rain and you could see that there's water. The detail's insane. The textures and the colors are beautiful. It's well drawn and well done. That's the first thing is it just pops. Cause I watched it on the plane on the way to Colorado, just on my phone. I watched Captain Carter and I was like, this is just all right, man. I didn't think it was that great. I was like, whatever. I watched it again last night at home on my high def 40 inch TV with the volume cranked up. And I was like, oh shit, no wonder, you know, when I'm listening to my little headphones on my little tiny phone screen, you can't appreciate that shit, man. Right. And it was, it's beautiful. Uh, both episodes, I will say I thought um, the first episode was a little too close to the first Captain America movie. Like they really kept it close because they had to in order for, because what happens is Captain Carter takes the serum instead of instead of skinny steve rogers skinny steve yeah and that's what they call him in the credits it's skinny steve was voiced by somebody other but he sounded like chris evans the guy did a great job but i thought the one place they missed the opportunity in that one was so they they made a point to let you know that uh she saves sebastian stan's character she saves because he's not the winter soldier but what's his character's name uh she saves the winter soldier from becoming right. the winter soldier she grabs him and saves him from falling off that train. And he says, damn, you almost yanked my arm out. And then you come to realize when they're on the train, it's a trap and there's a big explosion and Steve is captured. Now I thought the one thing that they missed was they should have converted Steve to the winter soldier. That would have been bad ass if all of a sudden there's Steve at the end in that, cause they do a post credit scene sometimes in these cartoons too. If the post credit scene was they don't find Steve, they don't catch up with Steve. And later on, you realize he's become, they've turned him into, the Hydra's turned him into the Winter Soldier. I think that would have been dope. But I did like the twist of, um, because Steve didn't become Captain America, and because he is scrawny and weak, that um, 
Mr. Stark turned him into like an Iron Man. They're calling him the Hydra Stomper, but they put him in a big giant iron suit and he's basically Iron Man. Like uh, he was the world's first Iron Man. I think that was a cool twist, but I think when he's on the train and the explosion happens and they all think he's dead, they should have left it that way and he should have been converted into the Winter Soldier and they could have left it like dun, dun, dun. Like, cause huh. it's what if you don't get another episode. Right. And then you could have got one later on, though. What if Steve Rogers was the Winter Soldier? I think it would have been badass, man. But other than that, I thought it was genius. Um, I thought that T'Challa episode was great. I thought that I love the fact that he was everything. His Star-Lord was everything that the actual Star-Lord wanted to be and couldn't achieve. People actually knew his name, revered him. Thought he was amazing, wanted to be like him, thought he was a great dude. Whereas the actual Star-Lord was like, come on, I'm Star-Lord. You know me, right? I'm Star-Lord. Come on. Like, nobody cared. Like, nobody right. gave a shit. I loved that. So, it's well done. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, um, and, I, and I can't wait to see more. It, it's, it's For me, it's this. It's uh, obviously we enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of cool things about it. Yeah. And it's a, it's another thing uh, that we enjoy to look forward to. Yes. Yes. Is it Wednesdays or Fridays? I don't know. Uh, that's name. Wednesdays. So yeah, get, get you through the middle of your week, your hump day with a little good action, a little adventure. Hump day. Beautiful animation. So well done. Again, you know, I know we blow a lot of smoke up Marvel's ass, but they do good work, man. And it's, and it's just. This is just another piece of that puzzle that just makes them amazing. And they've been giving us now quality entertainment for the last 12 or 13 years. And it doesn't show any signs of stopping, Matt. Also, we've never even sued you. So yeah, that's right. Slang us a contract, Marvel. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. I, I, I'll do a Marvel podcast. I'll shill for Marvel, man. Hell yeah. Oh, put me on the payroll. I, I've told you multiple times that uh, this would be a... Backstreet Boys podcast. If the check, if the check cleared, I believe one of yours was if 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 a company about butterflies wanted us to do a podcast on butterflies, mm-hmm. this would be the two hundred nine Monarch Butterfly Podcast. That's right, that's right. Welcome to the Monarch Podcast. This yeah. is your boy <laughs> Butterfleezy Skeezy. Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. So yeah, man, I, I loved it. I can't wait to see more. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I think that I, th- I think that covers the news for Marvel. It does. Before we get out of here, I wanted to tell you one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I I got a little bit of feedback uh, about an old episode, and they said they thought it was hilarious. It was uh, it was the I think we were talking about it was on my dad's episode. Okay. When Mercy barked. Oh yeah. And they were like. I thought it was hilarious that Bill was like shocked because he'd never heard Mercy bark before. <laughs> I have not. It's the truth. And it was funny. Like I was wondering what you could hear. Like you could hear her barking. Yeah. Oh, bit. you yeah. hear it. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought that was funny because they were like, Bill was like, he didn't know the dog could bark. I said, well, she's pretty quiet, man. She doesn't really, you know, she's very like timid. She's, she's growled a couple times. Yeah. You know, just, <sighs> that's it, man. But she never barked, but. Last couple of weeks, man, have been a weird thing. A lot of people everywhere. Justin was here. Bill was here. Out of, taking her out of her comfort zone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was funny. No, it was awesome because like, I hadn't heard her bark up to this point. She's very timid and just quiet. She's chill. Well, you would have heard her bark if you were ever a fucking Blue Jay. Yeah. She would have come at your ass, bro. <laughs> I did. I miss the Blue, Blue Jay Jays. stuff. Fuck I haven't up. seen the Blue Jay stuff. Yeah, man. But no, that is funny. Um. All right. We ready to get on up out of here, my friend? Uh, yeah. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two. Oh, 
nine. Adios, muchachos Peace. and muchachas. <laughs>